This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The facts that will be presented are true. Scientists representing the world's foremost research centers took part in the examination of the evidence. I'm Chad, and together we're a pair of normal guys. guys. Why don't you just flow into it? Just flow, because, man. Because you, know you stop, and if I keep going, you're like two seconds behind. No, I, I start as soon as you say uh. As soon as you say uh, I'll go pair of normal guys. Just well, there's a lag. We'll do that. Oh, I know. I got two lags. That's how I stand and walk. We're uh, barely uh. Hell, normal, normal guys. guys. There you go. See, I think it would work better, but you drag it out too far. Well, I'm trying to pace with you. You go pair. Oh, normal guys. Let's try it one more time. We're All uh right. take three. We're okay. a pair. pair oh, normal, normal guys. <laughs> Never mind. They know who we are at this point. I'm Chris. I'm Chad. <laughs> And together we're <laughs> Oh, if only people could see the uh video part of this. I know. Looked like you uh, were uh you were trying to avoid avoid what? <laughs> no, to void, not oh, avoid. Void. Yeah. <laughs> I just got done eating a bunch of uh, tiny animals. I was gonna really spit up my bone sack like an owl does. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That would be cool if you actually did that. It would be kind of cool. Sell those little sacks of, uh, what is it, hair turned inside out full of bones? Chad pellets. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed that an owl can do that. I mean, I it, would make e- it would make eating fried chicken a lot easier. Yeah, I only dated one girl that could tie a cherry stem into a knot with her tongue, so I'm more impressed with what the owl can do. <laughs> Oh, so how's it going, Chad? Oh, it's going, sir. It's a mediocre uh, tandem flow of consciousness, I guess. I, I don't know. All right, well. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Uh, Good? <laughs> good. Glad to hear it. Yay. Yeah. Yay. So, I did watch uh, a uh, bunch of videos on YouTube, but... Uh, the paranormal museum there in Somerset. Your uh, your sculpture is in a few of them. Oh, is it? Yeah, a few of those roadside attraction hosts like, uh, oh, uh, the Carpetbagger, which I think is probably the one that most people know. 
Yes. And just a couple other guys that go and look. They've been in there. My uh, my picture on the wall just appears shortly in a couple of clips through the glass of a case. But your uh, <laughs> your sculpture is in a couple of the videos. Well, good deal. I wonder mm-hmm. if they've ever got the Popelik monster one out. I didn't see any of those, but those were all older videos. So I'm sure it's up somewhere. I mean, it's fine. It's paid for. That's right. <laughs> Bought you a tire. Uh, so, hey, anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, we said it last week. We'll say it again. The uh, Paranormal Research Center Museum. What's the official title? I always forget it. It's the International uh, Cryptozoology International... Museum and Research Center. No, it's the International Paranormal Museum, Somerset, Kentucky, I, th- I think is the full name. You know, it's times like these that I think a little bit of uh, pre-show, uh, whatever you want to call it, preparation would come in handy sometimes. Like H. Yeah. But that wouldn't be us. No, it'd be too much of a plan ahead. We both have extra time and uh, it wouldn't be a random, hey, were you ready to record? Blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, sure. And then we just do it. Yeah. You know, I, it flows better this way. It'd be different if we lived closer together and we had like an actual workspace shared office thing, I think, maybe. Sure. But we don't have that. I'm just going to say it would be different, but it might not. Right. Well, I mean, sometime in the near future, we may have to do a get together and record because, I mean, I'm I'm fully immune to everything now. I've got I'm, my ultra vaccine. I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. I think I, my 10 days will be up here uh, this Friday. Well, no, it'll be before this Friday. It should be Thursday, I think, now. Uh, yeah, this Thursday is my official two weeks after the second one. So huh. that's when yeah. I'm immune, immune to basically everything, I think, is how it works. Well, there you go. My diabetes should be should start going away pretty soon. Yeah, speaking of diabetes, I have to take a shot every seven days now because my blood sugar's been going on a roller coaster. Every seven days? How's that work? Uh-huh. It's some kind of drug that, uh, it's not insulin. It's just some kind of drug that helps you, uh, helps your system work with, uh, sugar fluctuations. Oh. And I've been walking about a half mile almost every day. Really? park that's a little bit away. Yeah, it's about to kill me, but I've been going almost <laughs> every day. Well, good deal. Yeah. Good deal, sir. Yeah. So, uh. Now, your second shot, because, you know, you hear the stories about everybody getting the second one, and there's the, oh, I didn't do a thing to me. I had a headache, but then felt fine. Well, I, I kind of feel like I, I wussed out a little bit, because the day mm-hmm. after I got my second shot, I thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. For about well, 24 hours, I thought I was I was near death. I'll tell you, I didn't have that, but I got a goose egg in my arm that was that I didn't get with the first one. First one I didn't even feel, but my yeah. arm still has a knot in it. That's probably about the size of a, a walnut now, but it was probably about the size of an egg there for four or five days afterwards. And it was really sore. And then every muscle in my body hurt about a day after, and then kind of lingered for two or three days, but I didn't have that. I'm at death's door, but I did feel extra like super garbage, super hot garbage for a couple of days. Yeah, the same. The first one, I'm the same. I not a thing. I didn't even really get a headache <laughs> from the first one. The second one, I thought, okay, you know, I'm. I, hopefully, I luck out, and I'm one of those people that don't get anything from it. 
Well, that was not the case because I got it at about 6.45 in the p.m. on a Thursday. That that evening, I was okay. I woke up Friday morning. My head hurt like bad. I had a bad headache. I thought, okay, well, if this is it, I can handle this crap. It's a headache. I can can live. So Mm -hmm. I went to work. And by about noon was when I just thought, this is the end. And you know me, I don't mm-hmm. get cold as, as like a rule. I do not get cold. I, I can go out in the middle of February in shorts and a t-shirt and be happy. Sure. Everybody at work thought I was wondering if I was near death too, because I was sitting at my desk with my coat on, wrapped around me as hard, as good as I could get it with my hands tucked under my armpits. <laughs> and yeah, I, I had the every muscle in my body felt like it was just sore as it could be. My head was splitting. I felt like I could sleep for a week. And the weirdest part of it was from the neck down, I had that I couldn't get warm. I was freezing to death. From the neck up, my face and top of my head felt like they were on fire. Yeah. For the better, for all of that day, woke up the next morning on Saturday and felt better, but still not great. And, but then by Saturday afternoon, evening, I was pretty much fine. Uh, that's odd. That's a weird combination of things, but it's, I was hoping my, uh, I was hoping it was making my, uh, I was hoping it was making my spider powers kick in on Friday. I felt so bad, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Unfortunately. Hmm. I was hoping for some claws or no superpowers. uh, Maybe just some vomiting and rapid weight loss. That would have been nice too. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. Yeah. 85 pounds in three days. Yay. You need that Hollywood weight loss drink or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The Hollywood uh, poop juice cleanse or whatever. Yeah. The, your insides are going to be squeaky clean. <laughs> You'll wish you'd had your ass sutured shut. <laughs> you know, speaking of fluids leaving the body and stuff, Chad. Uh-huh. I uh, I think on this show, since we're still carrying on with the random Chris and Chad talking stuff and rattling the feathers of the cryptozoology world. Is that what's happening? <laughs> I haven't sure seen is. much buzz about that in social media. If that's, I, I that's delete the all the posts because I know you've, oh. got a weak, you've got a weak heart. I don't want you to get excited. That's true. Well, I'm glad you're taking care of that for me. I am. Um, but yeah, fluids leaving the body. <laughs> okay. Uh, I figured we could uh, go to one of our one of our little guys that's mentioned in the theme song for the old show, and I don't actually know that we have done a full show on him before. Uh, I don't think so. If you're, if I'm thinking of what you're you're getting ready to talk about, yeah, our little pal, the Chupacabra. Well, that sucks. <laughs> but um, <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. So. To uh to get it started, Chad. Yeah. I have pulled up the Wikipedia page on the Chupacabra. <laughs> right. if, if it's on Wikipedia, it's true. That's what I've been told or been led to understand. Because we're uh we're just we're just gonna give a little bit of a less than a paragraph background about it and then we will discuss. Okay. So uh I mean, if you're listening to this show, you 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 know what the chupacabra is. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but uh, the first reported attack occurred in March of 95 in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. Eight sheep were discovered dead, each with three puncture wounds in the chest area and reportedly completely drained of blood. Holy sheep. I know, right? Uh, That's right. And then a few months later, an eyewitness named Madeline Tolentino reported seeing the creature in the Puerto Rican town of Canovanas when as many as 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed. Mm -hmm. So, that's our friendly, beloved chupacabra. Your friendly neighborhood chupacabra. Right. Puerto Rico. He attacks livestock, drains blood, goes on. And... Everybody knows and loves this chupacabra, Chad, because he he's our friendly little alien kangaroo lizard. Mm-hmm. You know, has the spines on his back, kind of looks like a dog version of an alien that, you know, you would go play Frisbee with. <laughs> yes, the little alien reptile chupacabra creature. The one that right. enjoys the blood and probably has molested some of the animals that he's killed. So. Possibly. That's the chupacabra I know and love, Chad. Uh-huh. But somewhere along the line, something horrible happened. What's that, Chris? Well, he, he went from being the cute and cuddly little ang- alien kangaroo lizard to a mangy coyote. Uh-huh. When did the that blue happen? dogs. Yes. I don't know. Apparently when they started showing up in Texas. And why did that happen? I don't know. Because there's a lot of those uh, mangy blue mutant uh, coyotes running around there attacking livestock in Texas. And that lady that had one that had it stuffed. <laughs> and then the la- then the other lady that claimed she caught one, and it was obviously a raccoon that had some. Was that the one that was there. the lady with the big weird hair that had one in like the little, li- the metal live trap? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She claimed it was a chupacabra, and it was real obvious that it was a sick raccoon. Exactly. And then when they were going to take it and examine it, for some reason she decided that the poor creature needed to be euthanized. And then uh-huh. they disposed of it. So I don't I don't really get that either. One, I don't know why they euthanized it. And two, um, if they thought it was something that wasn't normal, why didn't they have somebody check it out? They could have done a DNA test on it. Exactly. When when you have your chance to go down in the history books as the person that caught a chupacabra. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you obviously are looking for some fame anyway because you reported having it to the local news so they'd come out and like do a story on you. Yeah. So when you're on the verge of this is your shot, you, you have a chupacabra, you are going to be a famous person, you're going to make money, it's going to go down. Why uh-huh. do you go... Oh, well, you know, no, uh, I don't want this animal to suffer. We're going to put him to sleep and burn him and bury him in the yard. I don't know, because nobody cut him a check quick enough, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> you think? Here's my here's my first question, and getting back to the alien bug-eyed lizard creature that uh, yes. you know we first saw the chupacabra. Don't you think it's funny that it didn't really show up or anybody started talking about it until the 90s? So that kind of rules out to me, you know, if it wholeheartedly exists as that form. Um, it wasn't some ancient thing that's been running around Mexico all this time. So I'm thinking uh, alien house pet. See, and that's what I've always liked to think about him was he, 
he's he's kind of the Gray's equivalent of you know, say a Doberman, a, ch- a Chihuahua. <laughs> I was hoping Chihuahua. I mean Chihuahua, maybe he's little and yippy, and you know they they don't like having him in the house that much. So, and the reason those, the reason yeah. you haven't seen one until '95 was. Until then, aliens were just kind of visiting the Earth as kind of scientific research missions. Well, then they got comfortable enough, and Earth turned into a vacation spot. Oh, yeah. And so aliens would come to Earth and kind of visit and be like, "Ooh, yeah, all I, my, someone I love went to Earth, and all I got was this shirt, you know, and stuff like that. I think a lot of aliens are big on Cancun. It just happened that one family brought their little pet chupacabra uh-huh. And lo and behold, when they were out taking selfies at you know in Puerto Rico, little chupacabra ran off. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was just one, and it was a hermaphrodite. And then from that one, every other chupacabra has uh, it's come from that single chupacabra. Well, it's probably like uh, like a, a spine gremlin. breaks off and they bud. You think so? Are you sure? Oh, I mean you. I would think if they were like a gremlin, uh-huh. you would you would be overrun with them because you know Puerto Rico is in the Caribbean, so you get a lot of rain. So if it was water that did it, you would ha- you would be overrun with chupacabras. Yeah, but we don't know how many of them been killed and eaten either. They wouldn't well, tell us. True, that might have become some sort of like Mexico delicacy with the chupacabra. <laughs> it's like all those places where they you know have iguanas and they just eat them off the street. Mm-hmm. I mean, or maybe they what? thought the chupacabra wasn't a big iguana. I don't know. Places crawling with them. Well, they're everywhere. Places <laughs> crawling with chupacabras. <laughs> That's right. Adventure Brothers. Yeah, I missed that. They got canceled. They won't be back. It's sad. So, do you, do you think that it's just the distinction between Latin America chupacabra and American chupacabra that's the one's the kangaroo alien lizard and one's a mangy insert animal here. No, I think pretty much. I mean, there's a few of the alien lizard thing reports that have been like close to the border in southern Texas. But everything coming up north where they've seen what they call the chupacabra has been the has been those blue dogs. And I think one of them they did do some sort of genetic uh, test on it when they had a corpse and it had uh, I think it had coyote and wolf DNA if I'm not mistaken right so it was some sort of hybrid but you know they think that the skin issues were mange but and I really know what, don't know I, I what, think it's a genuine mutation in the, the blue dogs I don't think it's true. just mange I think there's a there is a mutation going on but uh, I don't I don't think the two are the same thing at all one thing I like that's came out of the animal with mange chupacabra thing mm-hmm. is apparently you could take any animal you want that has bad mange and it's a chupacabra. Oh yeah. Cause I've like I've seen, you know, we were bears. talking about the, the one lady with the weird hair that had a raccoon, uh-huh. you know, all the way from raccoons to coyotes. And then every so often there's that crazy picture of the, uh, of the black bear with mange that yeah. goes around Facebook where people are like, it's a chupacabra. It's like, it's a chupacabra the size of a freaking Volkswagen beetle. Well, have you seen the picture of the uh, koala with no hair? No. 
Yeah, there's a picture go that goes around. It's the same picture. There's a koala in a tree with no hair. I Jesus that's Christ. Disturbing. It looks like it came straight from the bowels of hell. <laughs> I bet. Next next time somebody wants to talk about giving a little koala a cute little hug and a treat, they need to go look at that naked koala because yeah. underneath that little koala suit is a demon of pure evil. Nice. <laughs> yep. I so. I I have to look for that now because <laughs> Yeah, you need to look for the naked koala in a tree pig. It's pretty terrifying. I, mean, I wouldn't know what it was. If if there was a koala that got loose from somewhere that had had contracted mange and all its hair had fallen out and it was around here, I'd swear up and down it was some sort of monster if I'd never well, seen it. Well, you know, that and picture. that's the weird thing with a lot of like fur covered wild animals is you're so used to seeing them with the fur on them when they're completely bald, they look nothing like what they are even raccoons it's they have that body shape and you can kind of tell once you look but you just take mm-hmm. a quick glance at a bald raccoon it you're like what the ever loving heck is well, that their hands their little paw hand things are the big giveaway on a raccoon because yeah there aren't too many mammals we have running around here that have practically hands you know right but uh yeah it, i mean i just i can tell you just from when we've had to we shave our dogs down usually in the spring or the summer we shave them where they've just got that thin velvet coat that just covers their skin just so they're more comfortable and we can you know give them baths easier and make sure we put their flea and tick medicine on and it gets everywhere it needs to be it just makes them more comfortable and they look completely different I mean, right. they, they, you would think sometimes, you know, of course I know them, but you'd think they were a completely different dog uh, if, after they've been woolly all winter and then you shave that <laughs> hair off. Woolly. Yeah, they get pretty woolly. Treby gets woolly. She looks like some sort of little sheep or something. Nice. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. If I saw something like that puddling around here, I'd swear to God it was a monster. <laughs> it's a cute little koala, Chad. Until mm-hmm, you unzip that suit, <laughs> then the hellhound comes out. That's what I'm going to start going with. Is uh, Chupacabra is actually a uh, a misplaced mangy mm-hmm. koala? It's going to be a, a southern. It's going to be a Southern America koala. Is that what you're just going to go with for the Chupacabra? Yes. yes. <laughs> and then what the hell were the uh, koalas that supposedly drop out of trees and? Australian murder people, drop bears, or the yeah, drop bears or bush bears or whatever the hell they called them. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe that could be maybe the uh, chupacabra might could also be an offshoot of that. Which I mean, they could be an Australian chupacabra. Australian chupacabra. Uh huh. Crikey. Yep. That's why the chupacabras in Mexico go from the ground up when they take off and fly, and the ones in Australia drop from the tree down on you. Different because, you know. Yeah, different hemisphere. So things right. it's like the toilet water running backwards. Right. Gravity works different in the southern hemisphere. Exactly. Sure. It's, I mean <laughs> it's it's good explanation. I like it. That's what I'm gonna say. It's better than flat earth. That's all I got. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> Paranormal Guys is not responsible for any kind of statement that is made on this show. Yeah. It's science. That's right. Mm-hmm. But uh Feel free to fact check us. <laughs> yeah, you can check all the stuff we talk about. Oh, yeah. Or just use it as a jumping off point just for your own research. I like to I like to give people that little push through the door. I uh 
I definitely would not cite a paranormal guys podcast episode on any kind of research paper. As, no, not uh, really. Yeah, that that probably wouldn't go well. I don't want to jump out of the plane, but I'd be a really good person to help push them out the door when they're scared. There you go. So they can skydive. That's kind of how I am with the show. You know exactly. You know, one you've, day you've said it from day one. We're we're a we're a jumping off point. Yeah, one day I may do an in depth scientific study of some thing and talk about it in a recording but right now this is just for fun <laughs> this is just things that we randomly talk about for fun and i hope that people look into them after they've listened to us or right. as they're ignoring us because we came up as a random play option from either youtube or a podcast service while they were working or uh running or driving in the car to some destination for a vacation like i don't know mexico and you couldn't quite reach the phone to turn it on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to skip because you're like, yeah. uh, screw it, that's too much. Yeah, Pandora only gives me like three skips an hour, and I've used two. I'm not going to use it yeah, on this I, one. I didn't skip past two Prince songs and one Madonna song, and I'm not going to waste another one on on this. So Exactly. Because you know. we talk about fun stuff like Chupacabras. That's right, Chupacabras and G.I. Joe and... I don't know, Star Wars occasionally. Hey, I've always said that our show is kind of like a study in a, in a oh, stream of consciousness. There you go. King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I was thoroughly disappointed in that movie. It was just watchable. Oh, I'm well. sorry. I went to the drive-in and saw it. We should uh we should think about doing that at some point and doing the kind of like paranormal movies you've never heard of reviews. I, I think we could. You know what I'd really like to do is the uh, drive-in there at Sarbeck. They will let you rent out the drive-in. They do like a retro Wednesday thing, but and you get uh, with the cost of renting out the drive-in, you get like fifty admissions uh, for people to come in. I would like to talk to the guy about renting out to do a like a outdoor paranormal convention where people can set up tables and stuff during the day and then at night they can show things like the legend of boggy creek or maybe some of seth's movies if he decides that uh it's not beneath him to show up or whatever you know. <laughs> beneath him chad uh, you know what i mean oh i know what you mean uh-huh Seth, Chad doesn't speak for both of us. Not that you listen yeah. to the show, but hey, <laughs> hey, there you go. So I think that'd be fun. Can we have a chupacabra could, show up? We can have a chupacabra con. I don't know. Chupacabra con. Chupacorn on the cabra. Chupacorn on the cob food truck. <laughs> we should do that, Chad. We should. Uh, we should buy a truck. Mm-hmm. Start a food truck. And call it Chupa Corn on the Cabra and have like corn-based items. I don't know. I, I don't know if we should do that or I think maybe we should start a food truck and do cryptid name-based items. I think that'd be more fun. So then you just do a whole food truck about it and you have the Chupa Corn on the Cabra. There's the big foot-long hot dog. The Chupa Corn oh. on a Cabra. There's the Patty Lock. Melt. There's the Loch Nessie Shake. Lock 
Lock and Nestle, Nestle shake. shake. Yeah. Ooh, copyright infringement. Watch out. Nope. No, I mean it's got bits of a Nestle Crunch in it. But we could do a patty you know, melt. We could. We could do a patty melt. You're right. That'd be a good one. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I think so. There, there's my contribution. Yep. I'm. I'm glad. Glad <laughs> we got that. We could. We could have a banana split that looks like a Mongolian death worm. Oh, I like that. I think that'd be good. You'd have to put a bunch of the strawberry sauce on them. Well, you could do that. And we'd put some things on that. We'd have to clip the end of the banana off and put some things on it, make look it's look like it's got that <gasps> sarlacc pit mouth. Slivered almonds. There you go. Just like the fingernails on zombie hot dog fingers. This is all uh, copyrighted, uh, so nobody take our idea. That's right. You steal our ideas, we're coming for you. Yeah. Coming for your horde. This is time dated. We have evidence. Mm-hmm. This is recorded. <laughs> There's some video footage. That's right. Just brainstorming it out here. Exactly. The way we do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's taking in that pollen loaded air out here. Oh yeah. It's it's uh it's always nice when you go out and your car's got a yellow tint to it. Yeah. Yeah, the blue Mustang was starting to look green. There was so much uh, yellow pollen <laughs> coming down on it. Nice. Sort of looked like Moss Man. Uh oh, looked flocked. You know that's I hear that's what uh they refer to Mothman as in Japan. <laughs> Moth Mothman. Yes. Mothara. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, it's about all I got on the chupacabra, Chris. What else you <laughs> throw in there? Oh wait, yeah, we were talking yeah. about the chupacabra. <laughs> we were. No, that was uh, hairless lizard uh, tree monkey. I just don't get the uh, when he went from the classic chupacabra we all know and love to the hey look, there's looks like a dog with mange. I bet that's a chupacabra. Yeah, he's regional, like uh, different cereal flavors or weird potato chips in Canada. There's no spines. Mm -hmm. There's no little, you know, buggy eyes. They're not buggy, uh-huh. but big old eyes, I guess. No, he doesn't look like any of those mystery museum chupacabras from uh, that Japanese little cryptid figure line they did. You mean? Well, it had cryptids and all kinds of stuff. One of those? Oh, I've got one uh, up on my shelf. On your shelf? I can't, you know, I can't see that. It's too small. <laughs> it's tiny. I mean, he's up there. I believe you. I don't think you're making it up. He's holding he's probably, an axe. He's probably up there with my Christmas tree ornament I never got. No, that's right there. Oh, okay. Dangly. Well, that's good. Hey, you should be proud. You got it. That's one of three. That's a limited edition. I am proud. I'm always proud, Chris. You know what else would make you proud, Chad? What's that, Chris? A really cool website. Oh, yeah? Like what? I'll probably like Google. Oh. Only fans. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, but somebody out there does. I'm old. I don't even really understand TikTok yet. <laughs> Dude, I have been introduced to so many things through YouTube videos and stuff that I didn't know exists. Like people, like dudes dressing up like girls and playing video games and getting paid to do what? stuff like cook or clean the house. 
or they have like money goals and people just throw money at them and they call the people that give money simps as in simpletons. So but wait, usually they don't use simp on their streaming because it's demeaning to those people, man. I don't get it. So I was wait, 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 Chad. Yeah. 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 You're saying you dress like a woman, but you got to be fairly attractive. You play a video game and people give you money. They do. Like, uh, there's one dude that, I mean, he puts on a wig and makeup and then people send him free stuff in the mail. And he's like, we got a new goal. If I get $3,500, I'll, uh, dress up like a girl and I'll go in and cook dinner in the kitchen. And the next thing you know, he's got $3,500. I mean, I'll sign up for that tonight. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I I'll dress up like a woman and do pretty much whatever. Somebody probably like it. Just keep your keep your beard. Don't get rid of it. I'd have that. to. Yeah, I'm not getting rid of the beard. I've been I've been working on it for a while. Look at that. Yeah. So there's that, and then there's uh, girls that make videos where they try on uh, extremely revealing clothes, and they have a fans only page where it's like there's nudity and stuff, and they get money for that, and people send them the free stuff, and then they have an edited version they do on YouTube where they might have to wear some stuff underneath of it to kind of keep it where you know it's like swimsuit reveal kind of thing um i had no idea any of this stuff existed one random video played of a girl out of ireland now she's actually a girl and gets that kind of money doing stuff because i was looking for a haunted cabin i wanted to find a haunted cabin (laughs) Uh to stay in no listen (laughs) i wanted to find a haunted cabin to stay in as like um you know an airbnb I thought it'd be fun if we could find a cabin somewhere for like a vacation that was supposed to be haunted near maybe like a lake or something to go stay in. Right. Sure. right. So her video comes up. She's from Ireland. Uh-huh. She got paid to come to the United States and stay in what was called a haunted cabin. And then thanks to good old YouTube and it's random generation of, Oh, so you're interested in that. Let's show you these videos. And then I got introduced to a whole new world. Oh, you fell down the rabbit hole, didn't you? I fell down the rabbit hole of debauchery. Oh, <laughs> uh, you didn't have far to go. I know that's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm not so, anybody. Uh, yeah. I live, a, I live a boring life. <laughs> well, talking about, boring i mean yeah anyway you, the website that we were you can go, go to, to paironormalguys.com and it's it's way less uh, exciting than what chad has just talked about but hey <laughs> e-girls e-girls is what they call them anyway okay oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, paranormal guys is nothing if not educational that's right and there's no fans only pages for paranormal guys. I'm sorry. That we know of. Mm, not yet. Paranormal guys fan fiction. I think that exists. Paranormal guys fans only. We should do that. Uh no. We should Chad will cut his hair if no. we raise five thousand dollars. <laughs> nope. I'm just gonna start wearing it in a ponytail so I can you As know, long as you don't do a man bun. Just be cool. Uh, I've had a man bun in it because Katrina put one in it one day. It looks looks pretty sad. If I ever have to see that, I will sneak over to your house and I will shave your head. I'd like to see you sneak over here. You never have time. <laughs> I'll find time. Uh-huh. And a bottle of chloroform. Oh, you can order that online now. 
I don't know wow. why I checked, but you can't. Because that's what, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Same way when you were typing, hot Irish girls in haunted cabins. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a common search thing. You're right. It is. It probably pops right up on Google when you put it in. <laughs> you type an H and it goes, hot Irish girls in haunted uh, cabins. Hot Irish girls in a haunted cabin, Faith and Begara. Oh, so hey, paranormalguys.com. Uh-huh. That's our site. Find all the shows there. And you know, mm-hmm. Chad, one thing you could do, too. What's that, Chris? Contact us. Uh-oh. First uh, contact. Email us at theguys mm-hmm. at com. Sweet. Yeah, you can do that. And then there's the old Pong hotline at 502-230-7656. Call now. And remember, there's that chance if you call the Pong hotline, you might actually talk to the Chad. I may answer. You never know. Stories to tell your grandkids. Uh huh. And speaking of stories, if you got one to tell us, <sighs> I'll be happy to talk about it on the <laughs> air. But I know we don't get very many, so you know. And you know, speaking of that, Chad, I think what we're going to do. We had talked about uh, this before we started recording. Is yes. We are going to pretty much just throw out what we're going to talk about on the next show uh-huh. at the end of you know the sh- current show and yes. tell people, hey, you have something to say, you have something you want us to read on the show, you have an experience, you have whatever, send us a, an email, send us a voicemail, talk to Chad, he'll transcribe. I will, uh, yes. Yeah, send it to us, either one of those two ways. And that being said, I think next show, Chad, didn't we, uh, we're taking a biggie. It's probably yeah. a topic that, uh, you could start an entire new podcast on, but, uh, talk about I'm sure some there is one, um, probably more than one, <laughs> uh, but we're going to go into some, uh, moon landing conspiracy. Oh yeah. Have you, have you ever been part of a moon landing before? Personally? No. Oh, it's like if you're at the gym and you're in their changing room. And you're like putting some clothes on and you bend over near one of the like long benches and somebody else <laughs> bends over and your butt cheeks touch. Wow. That's a moon landing. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> if you, uh, if you want to weigh in on anything about chupacabras, if you want to say moon something landings. about moon landing conspiracies or anything, go ahead and tell shoot us, us about your moon landing experience at the, uh, not like know, the gym. No. Oh, don't send those. <laughs> LA fitness or wherever you were at when it happened. That's right. Anyway, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, do that. Send us some stuff. Yeah. We'll give you a Pictures, good old stories. <laughs> Excuse me. Pictures, stories, whatever you got. That's right. Um, always, uh, remember to check out our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Just search for paranormal guys. Uh, best way to keep up with us is check out our Facebook page. Chad always puts all kinds of interesting stuff on there. I try. Uh, and that's just uh paranormal guys there on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember their official facebook.com slash something, this, that, the other. You can find it. Just remember it's pair P A R oh. like two O normal guys. That's right. Don't, it don't, don't accept alternatives or uh, reproductions. Just look for our O face. It's got a <laughs> one eye and it's green and it's smiley. Needs some penicillin. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And if you're on our uh, Facebook page, drop on over by the uh, Facebook page of one Mr. William Blanchard. He is the gentleman that does uh, all the music that we use here on the old Pair O Normal Guys podcast. Musical genius. That he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find him at uh, William Blanchard Soundtrack on Facebook. And if you like some of his stuff, head on over to his webpage. And that's just uh, WilliamBlanchardMusic.com. And you can uh, buy some of his stuff over there. Yeah, totally do it. He's got some cool stuff. Check it out. And you can you can even buy the uh, unedited version of the uh, song we use for the theme song. Mm-hmm. You can at that. No, uh, no cuts, no edits, no nothing. You get the full version and go That's out right. cruising on a Friday night. No weird, creepy guy from uh, Monster X going El Chupacabra. I mean, it's kind of fun, but sure, you don't I'm want sure, that. You know. Hey, <laughs> whatever floats your boat. Exactly. All right, Chad. Well, there's another one in the books. Hopefully we get some calls and emails and people getting all crazy about the uh, moon landing conspiracy theories out there. To quote the carpet bagger, this one's in the bag. <laughs> yeah, have a pair of normal weeks. <laughs> like revenge of the fallen dark of the moon transformers electric boogaloo